Hey there, this is our D&D Next podcast playtest that we did this past Saturday. Uh, this is going to be about 40 minutes long. Um, this is just the first encounter that we had during our story. We played for about eight hours, but really the encounter at the beginning is mainly where the D&D Next playtest comes in. So to set this up, uh, I am playing a human rogue named uh, Zane. Rob is playing a halfling rogue named Omi. And Nico, who you'll be able to tell by his accent, plays a a large giant creature fighter that uh, Michael actually created for the playtest. So um, as this scene starts, we are heading into town to collect some payments from some local shops. We uh, work for a gang, a local gang, and we go collect payments for the gang. They pay us for protection. So when we get to the first shop, we run into a rival gang as we're going into the shop. That rival gang is coming out of the shop, and we bump into each other. We kind of eye each other. We don't know what they're doing there, but they don't. They act like they don't want any trouble, and so they leave. So we go in the shop. The shopkeeper tells us that uh, he doesn't have our payment that month. So as tension starts to build, I'm having a conversation with the shopkeeper as to why he doesn't have our payment. Uh, Grexel is in the who, Grexel, who is Nico's character, is in the background who, inside the shop, and he's smashing things. And uh, Rob's character, who is Omi, is outside across the street providing Overwatch. So the rival gang that we bumped into when they came out of the shop, they start to come back, and they come back in numbers. They come back with about 20 people, and they start to surround the shop. Well, Omi, who's across the street, sees this, and he wants to let us know that something is about to happen or that there's trouble. So he fires an arrow from across the street, and it sticks into the wall uh, next to the shopkeeper's head. And that grabs my attention, and I turn around, and I see Omi across the street, and he's giving me some hand signals to let me know that something outside is coming. And that's where we'll pick up our playtest. All right, so Grexel, you are first to go. Um... Did you see? Did you see my hand signals? I'll leave that up to you guys. You're probably so tall that you actually couldn't see out the window, but this wasn't the first time that Omi has taken a shot like that to warn you something's going on. So you're, unless Omi's trying to kill you, which fifty-fifty, uh, he's probably trying to tell you something's going on outside. You need to be aware. Of. I want to rush outside. Okay, so if I rush outside, what does that mean for an 8-foot-tall, 500-pound? You don't take fit through steps. the door. So you're going to go Kool-Aid man out that, <laughs> that shot. Hey, hey! <laughs> and the whole front thing of... It, what is the man? I just want a perfect man shape or wood <laughs> hole through the side of the wall yeah. Yeah. on top of right. the guys you just basically in the head. And you Kool-Aid man really out to the front of the shop. And you already can see that there's a bunch of thugs on one side, a bunch of thugs on the other, and they actually take cover from the flying debris, and you're standing out there in the middle of the street. People ah! started running and taking cover. I swing Earthbreaker. All right. Now, you're large, and it's large, so you actually have reach on that weapon in uh-huh. case it matters. 
Yeah, it does matter. All right. Uh, for combat spirit, uh, for the expertise dice, I declare it before I roll nope. damage. You can roll it at the end if you want. Okay. I swing to the closest guy. Okay. Uh, uh, 22. Yeah, it's going to hit. I'm off. Uh, 20. All right. Oh, How are you swinging there? Get some. Ooh. All right. In, in my mind, I kind of see your, your club is almost more like driftwood. So it's got all these sort of like knobs yeah, on it. That's what it is. It five. impales a guy and then sticks into the next shot over. D6. So there's a, a hole all the way through him and he's sticking to the wall. I use Go to the uh, my cleave on the okay. desk. to hit the next guy. All right. You have to spin no, the die. All that means you don't have it. 15. That's going to hit as well. Uh, 10. All right. You pull it back out. You hit another guy across the face. His head spins around about three times and he falls over dead. I'll say, Zane, it's the night watch. Right. Omi, you see Grexel Kool-Aid Man right out of the herbal shop. Probably doing more than 30 gold pieces worth of damage. And then he just... Team America style. He just destroys... We sure got those terrorists. <laughs> he took out two of the night watch like they're not there. And you've seen this before. Despite his limited intelligence... He is a killing He's a mass machine. It's not even funny what Something he does. to be reckoned with. Yes. So what would you like to do? Okay. Um, now that was just on one side of the shop? Yeah, like, he came out to the left. So on the right, there's a there's basically 10 on each side. So now it's 10 and 8. Okay. On the other side, I would like to do... Um, well, I'm, I'm still... Am I still in a hidden position from, from well, you're kind of like blended in but everyone else has started running away the fact that you're not running away would kind of call you out now and are we since they haven't moved yet they're still considered flat-footed so you would have advantage on that okay. shot which would give you your sneak attack damage which is what i uh but if i do the rapid shot it's only half as much damage correct to each target my d6 which would so i could only do three points of damage per target right the first which, one would have sneak attack the second one would not. So you do D6 and half plus 5D6. And... Well, I'll do that. Okay. So you're going to fire at two of them? Do you want to do it on the, the side, same side he's attacking or the opposite side? The opposite side. Okay. So go ahead and roll. First roll your... Um, you roll two on both of them, actually, because you have advantage because they haven't gotten okay. yet. So you can roll two 2D20 for each shot. Oh, I'm going to just do one, one twice. single here. Yeah, one twice. Ooh. Seven plus, uh, just the six. Yep. All right, so 13. All right, that misses. So roll your second one, which is still the same shot. 25. That hits. All right, now roll your other shot, just so we'll get that out of the way. Sixteen plus six, twenty-two. That hits. Go ahead and roll again, just again, in case you crit. Uh, eleven. Okay. So on your first shot, you roll a d6, right. cut it in half, and then add 5d6 on top of it. All right, so hold on. 5d6. Damn it. Three, four, ten, fifteen. Okay, now then roll another one and cut it in half. Two. All right, so 70 points of damage. Basically goes through his heart, sticks him to the wall, just like the other game. His feet slump out, and he's actually still attached to the wall. 
Now on your second shot, you hit as well, but you just roll 1d6, cut it in half. Five, so two and a half. So four, or two. So you round down. Okay. So two points of damage, so you just kind of clip one of the other guys, and he looks over and sees you. All right, Zane. So you see I'm in, man, and then you see Yomi stand up and start firing. I'm in the shop, yes. right? Um, the front of the shop is, like, there's no walls or windows or anything. It's just, like, you go from the street, and it's, like, into the shop. Like, right. the whole front is open, but then there's a big thing. There, there's down. a doorway, and then there's, like, that Dutch wall where the canopy closes, like, at night. Mm -hmm. So the canopy is up, which it's probably gone at this point. But So there's, like, a big hole here and a little hole here. So straight in front of the shop, I'm looking at him. Yes. And, and then do I him, see anything else? Well, you see him turn and attack something out of your view on the left, and mm -hmm. then you see Omi shooting stuff on the right. So you know that there's enemies on either side of there. But you can't see any of them yet. All right. I'm going to grab the shop owner by the back of the collar. And um, I've been in here lots of times. Does he have a back door to an alley? I'm going to start running with him to his back door. Okay. <laughs> How far can I get? Um, well, you can move, basically double your move, which would be 60 feet. But you have to go through the shop, so I'll probably say like 40 feet of actual Can movement. I get outside? Yeah, you can get to the back alley. So when I'm in the alley, do I see anything? No. All right, so I'm going to tell him to stay here. And um, my plan is to go around and sneak up behind somebody outside. Okay. So as you kind of throw him down, you know, do the whole wait and be quiet thing, you go to your left, which would be the quickest way to get around, mm -hmm. and you see a figure that for a second you almost think is Grexel. This just sort of huge lumbering figure walk in front of the alleyway up towards the front of the shop. And I hear sirens. Yes. Somebody called the police. All right. It's the thug's turn. So... Three of the thugs are going to run over. Were we allowed to attack and move? Yes. I would have liked to have gone into the neighboring shop. Okay, so you were shot and then like kind of backed into backed the door. Into the, backed into the inside of Okay, that. so three of the thugs are going to basically bum rush into the shop and try to get around you. So they're just going to run in and just, and they have enough movement to get into there and do that, and they're going to be attacking you with their clubs. All right, so I got a 16, a 9, and a 13. Do any of those hit your armor class? Is that your stomach? Over here. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, uh, the 16 hits. All right. You take five points of damage. And you have basically, if this is you, this is the He's bad guy. step on this paper. They're kind of right in front of you like this. So they're not flanking you, but they've kind of got At the front of you covered. Okay. All right. The other five are all going to kind of surround you to see if they can do some damage. All right, I got a 20, 23, 18, I want to 22. take a, a picture of this as our D&D group. <laughs> <laughs> that should be on the website. <laughs> to see if people notice. I'm guessing four of those hit. All right, the other 10 just kind of step out in the alley and they start telling people to run. And then a large figure, almost the same size oh, of you, but not that one. with the sort of sloping forehead that you would equate with giant kin, comes lumbering out from the alley and turns towards you and <laughs> slams his club down on the ground as if challenging you directly. All right, Grexel. So you've got all these little pissant people around you, and then you've got a gigantic figure in front of you. 
Well, not in front of me. You'd have to turn facing me in the alleyway. I will roll four D10, uh, one D10 to heal. But you can only do that between battles. Oh. Yeah, that's like a healing oh, yeah. third time. Yeah, who, who, da- who damaged you? Like five, like five of the lights around. They all attacked him. Four of the five hit. All right. Um, I will hit the guy that's closest to me. Okay, so you're going to ignore the giant and work on the... Well, well I'll talk and then I'll talk. Okay. 16. Hits. 15 points of down. Squishes him like a bug. I would like to cleave the next one. Okay, that you miss. Alright, so that's three of them that are dead, right? And I'll say to the giant, I'll say to the giant guy, Who you? <laughs> Who you? Alright, Omi, so you've got... Brother? So that's you, and that's them. They're, they're kind of all right three in front of you. Can I run underneath or around the guy on the left? Yeah, because of your halfling nimbleness, you yes. can run through enemy squares. So you can actually go right through him. I would like to go through him and then stab him in the back. Because I can move underneath him, stab him, and then, and, then keep and keep moving. Yes. I would like to do that to that guy beside yes. me. So you're going to move into there? I need to roll to see if my dagger hits. Right. It's just a But it's the flat-footedness. Do I get that no, against him? No, because he's moved, so this is not a sneak attack. Okay. Or it's just, just a regular roll. Are both of you rogues? Nineteen like plus, th- so twenty-two. Yes, you hit. So it should be like a D four plus something. Yep, D four. It's just D four. Okay. Two okay. points of damage. Stabbing like back of his thigh, kind of drops weapon and grabs it. He's like, "You son of a bitch!" And then I want to tear ass. Am I closer to the door? Yes. Okay. I want to go back outside into the Okay, so you run into the alleyway. Pretty much all the spectators have dispersed. So at this point, you have 16 thugs. 13 are in the the alley with you. Three are in the building behind you. And there's a giant in addition to the giant that you're used to. Oh, well, I I wouldn't have ran into the alley with a bunch of people. Uh, I've thought, like, out the front doors where there was a bunch of people or... The fight's happening out the front door. Okay, then I would like to go the other way. The other, the other way. Okay, so you're in the back trying to find a way out. You guys are so Is there stairs to the upstairs? Uh, yes. I'd like to go up the stairs. Okay, so you're running up the stairs. All right. Bang. So you see that figure walk by, and you you kind of hear it going. Rawr! Can I get to him? And so um, I went out the back door. And then I did I saw, see him disappear around and he you're went like, to the you're front. You're in like in a back alley, which is like a two foot wide mm-hmm. separation. And when you look to your left, which would be the short way to get back around to the front main mm-hmm. alleyway, and then you see the figure walk past you. So if you go out and then turn, you would be walking right behind that creature. Okay. So, and then I take my two coins, slip them in my pocket, reach down, pull out my uh, guest dagger. And then I want to move up behind that uh, huge creature. Okay. And uh, I'm going to um, try and slice right at the back of his knee. Okay. So as you go around, there's a couple of the thugs that are sort of like kind of holding back to see what happens. And you go past them, but they're not looking for you. So by the time they realize who you are, you've already got into position. But they are then going to be able to react to you after you attack this time. All right. 
So go ahead. Let me actually. Do you want to roll like a stealth check to see if you can sneak up on the guy? Do I not, need to? Yes, because he's not really paying attention to. I'm just moving into position to. I'm just going straight ahead to attack. But it would be a difference of whether or not you get to do a sneak attack. Because if he sees that you're coming, it's a regular attack. If he's unaware, it would be a sneak attack. So you would roll a stealth roll. I don't have. If it, then it would just uh, it would uh, equate to dexterity. It just would default. So it'd be a dex, but again, you automatically get a ten. But I'm a rogue. Wouldn't stealth be my biggest thing? Nope. Because, like, my dex bonus is only plus two, but these other ones are, like, plus five. There's different types of rogues, and you're focused on other things. Alright, so one always fails, unfortunately. Well, it's still a contest, so actually that counts as a ten. So for you, that would be a twelve. However, he is aware of you. So you can attack him, but it won't be considered a sneak attack. So just now, just roll a regular attack? Regular attack. attack. Uh, nine to hit. You probably hit his skin. It just doesn't quite, you know, it's more like a pin prick. Um, so it's now, actually, uh, where'd my thing go? Should be the thug's turn. So those three thugs are chasing you. So up the stairs. Up the stairs. So they're coming after you. One of them's kind of limping and hobbling and, you know, shouting at you like that. You let us son of a bitch. <laughs> You're getting too far away. All right. So the other thugs are kind of backing off. They're going to let the giants have it out. They're kind of hoping that they won't get smushed. So they're backing away. And two of the thugs are going to sneak around and try to attack you. So you're going to get two attacks. Both of them miss terribly. All right. Now the giant's going to step forward. Since he also has reach, your reaches cancel out, and he's going to swing at you with the green one. Uh, 16 versus armor class. Yes. Yep. Right. Why did that d20 throw up with that one? Uh, I need a d8. <laughs> 2 d20 for damage. I had to buy a d30. What the frack? Twelve points of damage. Woo! In that last game, it didn't come up, but if that creature, or if the lady had shot you point blank, it did two d twelve damage. But further than range, that it was only one d twelve. But it was a lot more badass than that. All right, Grexel. So you've just been whacked upside the head by a giant. This hurts a lot. Yes. No, I'm really mad. Oh, yeah. Should be 2d8 plus 7, right? Yeah, okay, now you, you have your expertise die. Do you want to spend that? Or I you want to save it for uh, defense. Defense. Okay, so 22 points of damage. So you just come with that guy. I mean, just full bore, a hawk, you know, I'm angry, <laughs> smash. Hits him on the chest. <laughs> he actually takes a step back, and you kind of have to move out of the way. And he's literally just standing there dazed, like he's not sure what hit him. Yomi. Omi, sorry. So you're running up the stairs. You're just ahead of the people that are following you. Like to turn around and shoot the first guy that, because I assume that only one guy can be in front. Okay. I'd like to shoot uh, him. So. All right. So you turn, just, fire, just a regular attack. Uh, Fifteen plus six, twenty-one. And then just one d six, huh? Yeah. Damn it, two. 
All right, two points of damage. You know, again, kind of kind of hits him in the chest. He snaps off the arrow, throws it down. But it's stunning him for a second. Just for a second. And all right, so I now get... you're using movement. You get the top. There's a locked door at the top. Oh, just at the top of the stairwell. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a stair door there that would go into like the guy's the shop owner's house, and it's locked. Can I use my luck? Not on that. Not on that. All right. Um, so I can't use my luck. To open that door in any kind of way? Well, you're going to have to roll something to determine how you open it. Will you try to pick the lock or break it down? So you can roll the lock on that roll. But there's They're coming after me and they're yeah. going to hit me no matter what. Probably. Okay. So where did we leave off? I think that was Grexel, then Yomi, and I think it's the same turn. So you still have flanking on the giant. But there's two guys behind I mean, me. So yeah, so you are flanked by the giant as well. So it's him, giant. Can I move friends. out of there? Yes. Does he look like when I can I see him? Yeah. Does he look fine? How bad a heart are you? You taking two big hits? Uh, fourteen. Fourteen hit points left. Out of like thirty something. Forty four. So yeah, he's pretty bad off. What are, what about the big giant? What does he look like? He looks really bad too. So I have flanking on him? Yes. So I'm gonna attack him. Okay. Since you have flanking, it's an advantage, so you get to roll twice to take the best result. <clears throat> Which one do you want to take? No, uh, this one. Twenty two. Alright, that's gonna hit. So since you have flanking, it is your regular attack plus 5d6. Plus 5d6? Yes. At fourth level, you get 5d6. So 1d4 plus 4. So that's 6 plus 8, 9, 14, 15, 3, 16, 17. 18. So how are you... Stabbing him, like where did you put that dagger? In his butt. <laughs> well, in the rectum. Am I? A, what am I? You're a human. Oh, okay. Rectum. Damn, you killed him. I came down like this on his thigh, down to his leg, and tried to tear down all the way down his leg. Okay. And try and make it collapse Ooh. him. So you basically hamstring him. You can actually see like the muscles cutting loose and like tightening up in the balls. So he throws his dagger. Let's out the war, grabs his leg, and he falls down to one knee, and he's basically just kind of hobbling on one knee with his head bent over. Is that what you were trying to do? Exactly. Perfect. Um, but I wanted, so, but I attacked from there, then I wanted to move out of between those guys. Okay, so you're going to move out kind of away, so where do you want to go? So is he across the street? He's to your right, across the alleyway, across the street, and he's inside of a building, but you don't know, because he hasn't shot out in the last couple seconds, so you don't know what's Can going I draw on. on this? Yeah. I mean, we can get another piece of paper. Like, no, that's okay. Um, uh, Michael's like, no. <laughs> well, no, but if, I mean, if I'm not explaining We're not it, using that, this ever again, No, no, right? no, no, yeah, no, you can. So, like, um, this is what I picture. This is the shop. This is the alleyway I ran into, so I ran back here, then I ran here. When I was here, I saw him go past yeah. like that. So you're actually back out here. So I'm all the way up here? Yes. And then he, uh, he is across the street over here. Correct. Okay. Um, but you don't know that three guys went after him. You weren't around for that part. So but I, I know that he's over there somewhere. Correct. 
So I'm going to make my way in his direction. Okay, so you're well, able to how run. How many are people are around this? Uh, there's still like 11 of the thugs. Oh, boy. Right. Well, he's almost, he's so he's two-thirds of the way dead. You run into the shop, and you can actually hear some people from the back of the shop crying out, We're going to get you, you little fucker! You're dead! So you know something's going on in the room, clearly, but you're not exactly sure what. After you go, the thugs, seeing that their giant has all but collapsed, they actually start backing away and just start running. So they break into groups, and however many are alive go that way, and the other man amount go that way. Can I hit anyone? Uh, sure. Yeah, you got reach. Yeah, baby. Um, 19 hit right. points. <clears throat> One of them goes flying. It's like Sauron hitting the, I cleave the elves. 18. All right, you hit two more. <clears throat> They're flying up against walls, breaking through windows. You are a wave of destruction. destruction. He's like cancer walking. He just kills shit. All right, so they all take out running. So the giant... He's still on his knees. He can't even act. He just basically has his head down. You hear me yelling, night watch, more like day watch. Ha, 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 ha. All right. So it is is now your turn. Um, Do I see the guy that told me to sit? Uh, Yes. Can I hit him? He's one of the ones that's already ran away. He's too far away from you. Really? Just just lob that giant's head off. I want to grab a... What's the closest thing I can grab? A bucket. An apple. A dead body? <laughs> no, it's <There's>... too heavy. <laughs> Not for you, probably. <laughs> I want to grab something to throw it at him. Okay. You can grab something, a pot of... A, yeah. A I water, grab, a water I, barrel. I, I grab a pot that has a little tree. <laughs> I don't know what my class is for that. Well, it would be a dex attack plus a base attack, which is probably two. So, Six. If, you like threw like a hand grenade and actually like went across. I say you said. It just goes way way over. All right, uh, Omi, the guys are coming up the stairs. They're going to attack you this turn. They're they're kind of crowding the hallway, so you're not going to be able to get away. The door behind you is locked. What are you doing? I'm just. Brainstorming a bunch of different things, even though I'm allowed to like anything you jump o- jump over them. Anything in your imagination? You can try tumble to. down the stairs. Uh, what what kind of lock is locking this door? It, it's just the the doorknob lock. So like you see, like an old house has the big, you know, arch typical bust through it locks. So if this is a lock that I probably would have come across many times before, would my, and I'd like to use my luck as okay. well as in trying to just. Right. So the all issue, these locks are a simple mechanism. Right. You just have to know. So the issue you're going to run into is to, to to actually try to pick the lock is going to take your full attention and round. So you, assuming you succeed or not, your back is going to be turned, your and your attention is going to be turned away from the bad guys. You can try to do an improvised lock pick where you basically like take an arrow and jab in there. You'll have a less chance, chance of success, but then you can keep moving after you do that. So do you want to try to take your time, which you're pretty much guaranteed to open, or just try to force it and go? Just put your shoulder into it. It's, it's a, I'm a halfling. I weigh 45 pounds. Yeah, it's an old wooden door in an old wooden yeah, shop. He's, still, he's like the size of my kid. He's 
he could do it. I'm not saying not, but he would probably be an easier for him to take an arrow and just try to jab in the lock and open it than to. I would like to just do the fast, the fast. Okay. Open. So you're gonna roll a uh, basically it's gonna be an open locks check. So that's it's an intel or dexterity defaults to ten. So go ahead and roll it. Add four. Oh my lanta. Four. What, well, it counts um, as a ten no matter what. Okay. So 14. That does not make it. Now you can use your lucky and roll again if you like. I'm going to use my lucky and roll again. Okay. 16. Total? Or did you roll a 16? I rolled a 12. All right. So plus, 12 plus 4, four 16. 16. 12. Will work. So you shove it in there, give it a quick twist as you hit the doorknob, and it opens up, and you're able to keep on moving through. What is in the room as I walk through it? It's, it's just like a little apartment above the shop. So the shopkeeper lives up here. So you've got like you know a hallway to like a bathroom, a couple bedrooms. Is there like a bookshelf or a dresser and right next to the door? And not, not, not next to the door, no. I'd like to, well, I'd like to close the door really fast behind me and then wedge it with something. So can I, can I jam like an arrow or something? Uh, in between you, the door, so it's at least... You, so yeah. they would have to go <clears throat> like that, just to, Of course yeah, they're I mean, going to be able to open it. You have the same room. arrow, you could try to use that as well. So you go in, you shut the door behind you, you take your arrow, you try to just shove it just between like the jam and the yeah, door, the just floor like and the door. A, and use it like a... Uh, door stop. A, a wedge, a door stop that you would just put underneath the door to keep... Just I want to wedge it in between the floorboard and the door... So it's harder. Okay. Pressed in. So Zane, you hear some commotion from the back of the shop that you ran into. So what do you want to do? I'm going to head that way. All right. So Go you kind of the shop, kind of jog back, and you see there's a stairway leading up uh, to get over the apartment. And there's one of the thugs. He's holding in the back of his thigh, a very similar place to where you hit the giant. Blood's just pouring all out of it. He's kind of leaning against the door jam, uh, his head against his arm, and he kind of called out. Get that little fucker. He hamstringed me. Um, do you have an index card for any chance? Excuse me? Index I do. Can I make it to him on my turn and attack? Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm going to try and sneak again. Okay. So go ahead and roll your sneak roll. 13. That's 11 plus your dex. So 13 total. All right, he is completely unaware. So I still have to make an attack roll. Correct. But since he's unaware, you get advantage. 21. So you can roll both of them and take the higher result. Just 21 hit? It does, but you can always screw it. All right, so 1d4 plus 4 plus 5d6. That's 5. 11. Like 12, dual colors, huh? 18. Red, green, green. 24. Purple. 27 points of damage into his spine. Okay. You sever his spine and he uh, falls over dead. It's called an assassin. Yeah. Fillet him like a fish. All right. Okay. okay, so the two thugs are going to crowd up beside or They're crowd up against the door. Both of them are going to put their arms or shoulders against it. They're able to, to break it down. It flies back, so you're just kind of backing away from them. And they, they're both coming in. They're going to take uh, a swing at you. I, w- I would have liked to, uh, after the door was wedged, gotten into a 
somewhat hidden place. Wouldn't have really had time because I'm afraid you pick the lock, open the door, close the door, try to wedge it. In my mind, in my mind that was your full okay. round. Uh, what's your armor class? 15. 15. Both of them hit. Uh, eight, nine points of damage. So they like to start clubbing you with clubs with <laughs> like steel wire wrapped around them. It's just beating down on you. Come on, come on. All right, uh, Grexel. You, you, you work, you work for uh, Crimson Claw now. What? I just need him. All right, I'll hit him. Fifteen. Uh, that will hit. Uh, Eighteen you, points. Probably. You make paste out of his forehead, and he's laying on the ground. Spying, You're stupid. Just trying to spasm him. Oh me. So you got guys are just clubbing you. I'd like to run underneath the one guy's another guy's. I'd like to use my nimbleness, nimbleness to run behind him. Okay. And then I'd like to use my dagger again to. I want to do a, like a femoral <laughs> slice across the groin. All right, roll your attack. Can I yell out? Can I use? Can I can I yell out? Jump out the window! Grexel will got will get you. Sure, sure. I hear that. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I'm going down the stairs. Uh, I thought more like a softball. Don't eat me. You're a halfling. It'll be easy to catch you. You could like throw me up on top of roofs. Really, like here you go, buddy. We don't even have... scores. Uh, Swiss. If I don't, if I don't get enough damage to do a good, I just, I really want to just cut his nuts off. That's what I want to roll do. an attack roll. Seventeen hits. Awesome. Four. Okay. Again, slice him to his leg, grabs a hold of it, but it doesn't take him out. So now what do you want to do? Uh, I'll go down the stairs. Okay. So after dispatching your guy, you start going up the stairs, and you actually see Omi start just like beating feet coming down the stairs towards you. He's kind of got some cuts on him, bruises, and some blood that may or may not be his own. And is it my turn? Yep. So you're like walking up the stairs, and he's just coming down as fast as he can. Um... I'll say to him, can I say something to him in passing? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> There's two guys up there, I just cut one of his balls off. <laughs> Alright. They're beating the shit out of me. I'm in a stairwell. Yeah. There's no place to try to hide to get a Wait for him down here. Alright. They have to come down, unless you want to go up. I said all that when I ran by you. I'll I'll when he as he's passing me, I'm gonna reach out and try and just grab like him. just like the Roadrunner. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> so like I stopped and I said it to you really fast and I kept going. So I'm gonna try and stop him while he's running down. Alright, so that'd be a grapple since attack? he since he. I don't want to. I don't want to tackle him. Okay. I'm just. So, I'm just. So be a few, are you gonna let him? I'm stop grabbing you, his shirt collar. Push? I'm just giving him a tug, like to let him know. Come on, let's go back up there. Are you gonna let him stop your movement? No. Okay. So he does. That's under your hand. and keeps on running. 
All right. So do you want to move up the stairs? Yeah. Okay, you can make it to the top of the stairs, kind of slowly open the door, and you see the two guys standing there. Both of them are kind of breathing hard. One's holding his leg, and they look up at you. They're sort of like, shit. And they start walking towards you. All right. So they're going to try to both club you. Wait, isn't it my turn? That was your movement going all the way up the stair and opening the door. Uh, 11 and a 17. Hit. All right, so one of them hit you with a club for six points of damage. Giant's dead. Grixel. So you don't really know what's going on inside the building. Grixel is waiting out the window. So you're pretty much out of the combat. If you want to go ahead and be using your hit points in case something else happens, I could let you do that. So, so you get eight back and you used half of them. All right, oh me. Well, okay. So 15, so that's 23 back. Yeah. And you're out of hit, uh, hit dice. But he just went back in there and opened the door. Yeah, you saw him. He, he went past you and went up the stairs. Now you're at the bottom of the stairs now. What do you want to I do? I want to go back to the top of the stairs. Okay, so you come back up to the top of the stairs, right with, at the top. With an arrow readied. All right, the door's open. He's right in the doorway, and the two guys are trying to club at him. He actually kind of has his arm up like he got hit once already. He's got his dagger in one hand and his arm up. Over Can I use my sneak attack since they think that I'm gone? And uh, I kind because all their attention's going to be on him. Roll a stealth, and I'll have them roll a perception. D20. Yep. You should actually, I think you actually have stealth. 19 plus whatever, whatever my stealth. All right. Yeah, they are focused on uh, him. They are not. So, yeah, 26 was my stealth. Um, I'd like to use my arrow on the undamaged gas. <laughs> Is that... Oh, no. That means I can only use my... But... So what am I? What what are my bonuses to my arrow? What in a stealth? To attack is you get advantage. So you roll both dice, take the best one. Damage okay. since it's a sneak attack, you get the five d six bonus. Okay. Sixteen plus six, so twenty. That hits. Two. You can again roll the other one because you could. I didn't. That was okay. bad. So All roll right. damage. So it's basically it's six d six. Oh, I only grabbed five. Let me see, just... Why don't it's a you five down aim there. for your paper or the <laughs> map material? Yeah, it's like you're trying to well, skirt the it, line. It does, I don't, those don't even... Right, you did a ton of damage. Yeah, it, it shot him. You see the arrow like, go through his eye, and the, the one guy that was on you just falls backwards, stiff as a board. And it's and not then, your turn. So oh, there's another guy don't, I, don't I get another action, though, well, after you, that? You moved and then shot, so that was both of yours. Oh, I thought you were allowed to no, it's move, move, attack, and then move again. Uh, well, you can, you pretty much would have to move your entire move to get back up to the top of the stairs. Like, like you snuck up to the top, otherwise you would have been seen. I gotcha. So you've got one guy still on you, he's already hurt. What's he doing? Like, Well, right now, now he's still in the process of clubbing you. Alright, I'm going to try and step into him and like bring my left arm over his neck and try and gut him with my dagger. Okay. That's a point. So it's, it's, it's just 1d4 plus 4. Max damage plus 1 point per level. So that's max damage plus 4. So 12. 12. Alright. <coughs> got him right in the heart. He's just 
body seizes up, it's actually hard for you to get your dagger out because his heart's clenched down on top of it, but you eventually rip it free. My favorite dagger. And then he falls over dead. You just got my favorite dagger, Dirty. I stab him now you're gonna die. The hell it. You see Zane go a little bit batshit crazy and start stabbing his body. So you get some blood and gore on you from your savage beating of this guy. You walk back downstairs. Grexel's out on the on the sidewalk. Kind pull of. my coins out. They're like they, they calm me down. All right. So Grexel's kind of sitting down on his butt, just hold on to his earthbreaker tree limb thing. He looks like he's actually rested up and ready to go again. You guys are still a little.